What's up, everybody? Welcome to Blunt Talk. It's your boy A here with child advocate, author, and self-proclaimed Mommy Alice, Chastity Rivera. Hello, Chastity. How you doing? Hello, I'm good. So I invited Chastity here today because we're going to talk about the topic of child care. And she has recently released, or, well, is working on, right? Released or are you working on I'm it? working on it. She's working on a, a children's book. So tell us a, a little bit about that, about your book that's coming out. Okay, so I'm coming out with a book in the next few weeks. It will be released. It's called Sometimes I Live in the Sky. And basically, the moral behind the story is a child that's going through abuse at home. And the child uses an alternate universe to cope with that trauma. Wow. So you're basically touching on what, like emotions with children yeah, or something Yeah, how like they that? cope. Coping mechanisms. Wow. That's important. Yeah, emotional intelligence is a big thing. I actually spoke about that in... I believe it was episode four. I was talking about how a lot of the times in society, men are taught to suppress their emotions and not express them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I yeah. think I think that's a, a really good route that you're going in. So um, tell us, you know, for those out there that don't know who you are, tell us a little bit about, you know, what you do, what your passion is and sort of what helped fuel your passion to advocate for children. Well, basically, my passion for children and childcare and education, all that, came from my own child. Um, I had my child when I was 17 years old, and it was really hard for me, um, not only emotionally on myself, but emotionally on my child, for me to be growing up while he was growing up. So that kind of inspired me to do better for him so that he can learn better, so that he can do better with his emotions and socialization and all of that. So everything basically came from me having him and how I had him and the age I had him. So all those factors together kind of inspired me to do childcare. So, well, that's great. First of all, I want to commend you and I want to applaud you for doing that because a lot of people, they, they use their struggles instead of using them as a stepping stone. Most people use them as a, as a crutch or as an Mm -hmm. excuse, but were you passionate about working with children prior to having your child? I actually did not like child at all, which is children with adult, which is so funny because I really did not like children. I I I wasn't I wasn't against children, but I was not nearly as passionate as I was until I had him and until I saw like for myself his growth. I wasn't as passionate. So he really inspired me to basically do what I do today. Right. So it was basically like he sort of he was he's sort of like the source of where your passion comes from 100%, for children. Yeah. Well, and that's good. You know, it's always good to, to turn your uh, water to wine almost, you know, take mm-hmm. your situation and turn it into something, you know, that's even better. Because actually me, I went through the same thing. Like, you know, I had my child, well, not as young as 17, but I had mine at 21, which was, you know, fairly easy. I mean, not fairly easy, but fairly early in life. And, um, you know, it presented its own challenges to me. And it's kind of, it's it's great to see people sort of, you know, turn their, their struggles into opportunity. More about your passion for children. What do you think personally is one of the biggest issues in relation to childcare today? 100%, I feel like the teachers themselves because the teachers are the source to everything they're learning from them they are the example i feel like today we have a lot of trouble with um the teachers losing their passion and they lose their spark 
there's been teachers I've worked with teachers one on one who have been there for 20 plus years and by that time they already lost their spark and their passion so they're not able to get that one on one with those children also today is so different than it was 20 years ago children are completely different they're they're not into playing anymore they're into tablets and all of that so those teachers aren't as up to date and they can't really relate to today's children I get you. Oh, that's that's actually interesting to think about because you can't teach you can't teach kids the way that you used to anymore because now we're so accustomed to tablets and technology. So do you so do you think that that it's it's um do you think it's better for us or it's more beneficial to children for us to incorporate some of these technologies and advances in technology into into learning? Personally, I don't feel that's not my style. Um, I would do it to you know a certain extent, but that isn't something that I like to do. And although that isn't something that I like to you know do personally when when I'm teaching, but I feel like it is important to do because you have to keep in mind that you're teaching the child half the time and their parents are teaching them half the time. And chances are their parents are using technology, so you have to kind of tailor what you do a little bit so what you ultimately assume is happening at home so i think it is important to do it at least a little bit yeah i know because i think growing up because my son right now he's in um he's four years old he's essentially in pre-k and a lot of the things that children learn a lot at this age at least it's it has to be reinforced in the home in order for them to really grasp yeah. it because you know, you got to think about the school setting. Like you have what, 10, 15, even up to 30 kids in a classroom. Yeah. It's not so easy to get that individualized attention. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that, I think an important thing also is just to sort of reinforce what the children are learning, which in other words, comes in the form of homework, which I yeah. hate it. You hate mm -hmm. it. We all fucking hated mm -hmm. that shit at one point mm -hmm. or another in our lives. But I think now that I'm a little older, I kind of understand the benefit of it, mm -hmm. of reinforcing what it is that you know, that, that you're learning in the, in school. How, so let's, let's get back to the book, you know, cause I, actually, I just want to applaud you. I want to commend you because I think it's very, it's, it's, um, a lot of people have a hard time sort of, um, putting themselves out there creatively mm -hmm. and it can be very challenging to do so because you put yourself in a position to allow other people to judge you, Yeah. you know, and a lot of times people don't understand how much time and effort and passion it takes to create something, yeah, you know what I mean? And, and people just judge what they see and they don't see the process. So it can be very yeah. easy to be discouraged. So what was the process like for you sort of creating this book, getting the idea together and even just getting over the, the, uh, the thought of damn, like, you know, are people, are people going to receive this? Well, mm -hmm. like just run, run us through your mind and, and, and how everything worked out for you and how you're feeling now with the product that you've produced. It was 100% a struggle. Um, recently, on Friday, I actually I made a post on my website, Mom Your List, about um, when you complete a goal to do that reflection. That that's that is that is, you know, something on its own a celebration to look at your reflection and look at the struggles that you went through to complete that goal. And to do the book on its own was definitely gave me a lot of anxiety because I'm a very you know quiet to myself person, and to put an idea out there was like really a big milestone for me and I definitely had that anxiety like are people gonna judge me like because especially you know where we live at people aren't you know so open to things like that that's something that's very different it's not something like like makeup or clothes that everyone is into that's something that's not popular so to put out there you know 
a child's book it's like why are you doing a child's book like where did that come from so that was something that was really that was one of my biggest hurdles to get through was to put myself out there and still now like every time I go to post I'm like wow should I post this what are people gonna think about this so that was the biggest hurdle to get through was to put myself out there especially with this sort of topic but for the book itself it was something that just came to me one day it was like you know what I should I should write a child's book like I have a lot of ideas I I got to get something to get this out there. What's a better way to reach the parents and the educators and the children at the same time? And that was that was the, the best route for me to go. How do you feel now with the product that you have? And what do you think that book is going to contribute to the development of children? Well, on Thursday, I got my, my first proof copy and it was so emotional because I went through a lot to get that final product. And it was just like a moment of like, wow, like I really, I did this. This is mine. I created this. This is my ideas. These are my pictures. This is my vision right here. And it was exactly everything I wanted. And that was like an amazing moment. And I really, in, in my heart, I feel like the book is going to do well. Um, Doesn't mean it's going to blow up. But even if it helps one person, I feel like that genuinely, even though that's like a, a stereotypical answer, that's something that I genuinely feel in my heart that is like, that means that I made it. That's awesome, man. And it's especially and especially respectable, to be quite honest with you, you know, to contribute to our children because essentially they are our future. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to ask, tell us a little bit more about the about the blog, because you did mention that 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 you posted something this past Thursday and we forgot. I forgot to actually bring it up earlier in the interview. So tell us a little bit more about the blog. What's the name of it? Where can we find it? And what is it that you're talking about on the blog? And why did you create that platform? Okay, so my blog is mommylist.wordpress.com. Um, I post every Friday at 12 p.m. And um, the overall concept of the blog is just to go with me through my journey um, as a person, but um, specifically as a parent and the things that I go through while raising my child's struggles. Um, I also talk about parent tips, um, like how to potty train, how to deal with tantrums, things like that. Um, I also share photos. Um, but mainly it's just talking about things that I go through personally with um, essentially growing up with my child. Because like I said, I was 17, so I was still growing up even now. Growing up while he's growing up. I thought a blog was something that was very like in my heart to do because um, I'm a very creative person. So I felt like I needed a creative outlet to talk about some of these things that I was going through. And at the time that I decided to go ahead and do this... Um, months before I actually did it because like I said I was having a lot of anxiety about what people would think um it was I was going through a really tough time like with school and like all these things Avery was going Avery was going to school also so I was going through a lot of things and I'm like how could I deal with this in an appropriate way and let it out and to me I just felt like making it public and saying like this is things that I go through and somebody else has to be going through this also someone else must be having these feelings so I felt like creating the blog was something very, very therapeutic for me to do. Right. And I think that's great. And I think if you're looking for anybody who can relate to an issue, I think it's definitely that one. The fact of having a child at a, at a fairly young age and trying to sort of not lose yourself and still yeah. sort of understand and remind yourself that, you know, you still have a purpose in life. 
people sort of lose themselves a lot when yeah. they when they when they have children at such a young age and it becomes difficult for them to sort of find their route and their purpose in life again you know they think that because they have a kid that you know they don't got to dress themselves up anymore yeah. that they don't have to pursue their passion that everything is solely dedicated to their kid and they lose yeah. themselves and that leads yeah. to a lot of issues like depression anxiety and things of that nature so i think and i want to commend you and i think it's actually pretty noble to sort of choose a more therapeutic route that was not only constructive and beneficial to yourself, but it was beneficial to somebody else who might be going through the same thing. Yeah. So, you know, I applaud your altruism and I definitely think that it's something that other people should consider and sort of imitate, you know what I mean? Because it benefits not only yourself, but everybody else around you, you know what I mean? So... Going forward, you know, you spoke about the uh, the, the the book, you yeah. spoke about the blog, yeah. and you spoke about the struggles of growing up as a young mother and sort of finding an outlet for you to express your own struggles and at the same time help others. So I wanted to ask you really quickly, maybe for those out there, other young mothers, what advice would you give to a woman out there listening that's in your same situation, 17 years old, mm -hmm. trying to find herself still, trying to navigate the complexities of life? What would you what would be your advice right now if her ear was this microphone? The first piece of advice that I would give her is that it is the beginning is not the end. Their life is starting and so is yours. And just because you had a child, that doesn't mean that your life is ending because there's so many people out there who grow up with a child and, and their lawyers and doctors and all of that. So it's not the beginning and that don't, don't worry about the judgment that people put on you because at the end of the day, that's your life. That's your child's life. And that person is, they're not waking every, waking up every day thinking about what you're going to do. So do what you think is best for you and your child because that's what matters at the end of the day. All right. So I have one last question for you. Imagine in your mind. You're at the peak of your success. You know, you're, you've are you made it to the mountaintop of whatever endeavor it is that you're pursuing, right? Mm -hmm. What, at that point, paint the picture for us. What have you accomplished? What have you contributed to society? And how have you helped make the world a better place? Um, I think that I will have that feeling when I'm at the point where I'm, when I've had no, it's all right. Go ahead. You okay. can tell us. It all could right. be, you know, it could be, it could be very challenging to sort of, to sort of deal, to deal with that. You know, to order, yeah. to kind of consider what your end goal is, because often we don't think about that. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we're just stuck. We're not stuck, but we're we're in the process, and mm -hmm. we kind of don't see the big picture. But the reason I asked you that question was because I feel that you're somebody who has a goal that is to help others and there's there is a bigger picture it's bigger than making a book and making money yeah. off of it yeah, you know because definitely. a lot of the times people get into child you know to, to to products for children because it's a lucrative business yeah it's very easy to entice children with toys mm -hmm. and books and things of that nature but you're thinking beyond just making money yeah so what what and besides the money besides the blowing mm -hmm. up what constitutes success in relation to what it is that you're doing? I definitely feel like I want to be like the next Montessori. Like people who don't know who that is, she's like a really big um, education philosopher. Um, she changed the way education was. She was more into child-centered learning. They teach themselves. I want to be something like 
like that where I've introduced a whole new form of learning. And when that form of learning is mainstream or when it's more popular, when it's not just an idea in my head, I feel like I'll be happy because I feel like what I do works. Right. And that's great, man. And and I commend you. And that's what we do here at Blunt Talk, too. You know, this platform is just so that we can, you know, sort of promote and push people like yourself who who have an agenda that's not only about them. Yeah. You know, because our biggest service in life is service to each other. And it's often overlooked. We, we become very self-centered and we forget that we're here to support each other. <laughs> you know, people assume that that it's all about, you know, get money or it's yeah. all about you know the the they treat people as a as a means to an end as yeah. a ter- as opposed to the end yeah. you know so i think what you have going is very respectable and i just want to encourage everybody out there to visit her blog visit chastity's blog visit her instagram page and definitely pick up a copy of her book so that you can support this movement man because i think what you'll be supporting is something greater than yourself it's something that's going to contribute to maybe your own children to your nieces your nephews we all know a little one out there who can use you know what chastity is trying to put out there so before we go can you just let everybody know where they can find your stuff when is your book going to be released uh where they can find you on instagram and also where they can find your blog so that they can read up and follow you and continue to follow your journey yeah, so my Instagram is underscore chastity, um, where I post my pictures on an everyday basis. Or you can find me at mommyalist.wordpress.com. Or you can buy my book on January 1st, Sometimes I Live in the Sky. You can buy it on Amazon or Kindle, or you can buy it right through my blog, mommyalist.wordpress.com. And I want to thank you again, Chastity, for being a guest on this show. And again, I just want to applaud and commend you for your service to childcare. And as a father and as someone who has children of his own, I thank you because I do know and I do hope and I am very, very confident that what you're doing is going to be out there and it's going to make it the impact that you intended to make. So everybody, we want to thank y'all for tuning in to Blunt Talk. And I just want to encourage everybody to continue to think beyond the four walls of your mind and go out and do something good for somebody today. You know, get out your own head. Get out of your self-centeredness and just try to contribute to society in a way that's bigger than yourself. I want to thank you and I'll see you guys next time. Stay blessed.